No, you cannot borrow the down payment for the house. I told you, we went over this months ago when I we know. first started this. Yes, I understand. I understand that that they're both mobile, but an RV is and a mobile home are two different things. It is not no, considered real estate. Don't take that money. Do not. Do not. No, oh. the wheels have to be removed. <laughs> I know it's a. T it's a, it's on the ground. Okay. All right. Get I'm back sorry. with me. Let me know. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. Oh boy. Wow. Boy, you got questions? We got answers. Regardless of how stupid they might be. But there's no stupid question. Well, maybe. Hello everybody, my name is Barry Horvath and this is Moving Forward TV with your local market update. And I am Dylan Gasson. Thank you so much for joining us today on Viewer Question Day. Yes, it's so exciting because so we, don't, we, do, we don't get any questions. <laughs> we do a lot of these shows, obviously. We're in our fifth year, I think, doing these shows. So, And um, we do get a lot of questions emailed into us or people call us and, you know, a lot of questions spark from our shows, which is good because our show is all about educating our real estate professionals out there and our um, real estate partners and consumers, buyers, sellers, yes. you know, we're all about education. So Delyn and I decided we're going to take your top stupid questions of the week no, no. and answer them. <laughs> they're not stupid. There's no stupid questions, I oh, said. Oh, yes, there are. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> no, just questions that surprise us that somebody didn't know. Yeah. That's right. all. You know, like yeah. an RV. <laughs> you know, it's not, you can't get a mortgage on an RV. And I know they're $200,000. No, not a home mortgage, but they do RV loans. Which is different than a real estate loan. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Keywords, real estate. <laughs> but anyway. anyway. All right, so... This is one we get all the time. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I love this one. In no particular order. You know, and people say, well, I only need it. Remember last week we went over the different down payment programs, right. 3%, 5%, right. 100%. And then people think they're all good. And then you look up line and, and they're like, well, you said I could do 3% down. Yes, you can. And then they say, oh, and we look it up. This is a condo. <laughs> Okay. Um, that's not going to work <laughs> unless it's on the approved list. So the biggest question we get, you know, so I always tell people, what's the difference between a townhome, a single family residence, mm -hmm. a villa, and a condo? Right. What's the difference? There is a big difference. There's a huge difference. What loan program you go in is right. totally different in a condo versus a villa, townhome, and a single family. So just for the record, townhome, villa, single family are all treated just like a the single same. family residence. A condo, the way the association is structured. There's hair on condos. There's hair on it. It's <laughs> totally different. Hair. So the down payment's different. Um, the rate may be different. Right. There may Usually be adjustment. Is. Um, and 
the, you know, because I think what people need to understand is when we're approving a condo, mm -hmm. not only are you approving the borrower itself, but you are approving the project and right. the HOA. And it has to do with how they budget their money. Mm -hmm. How much are they putting for reserves? How many investors own in right. that property? What is the delinquency of yeah, the what, HOA fees? What, you know, what, yeah, what are the delinquencies? Because think right. about it this That's way. huge. You're a lender, okay? If that HOA fails in a condo, now they've got a problem because right. the homeowner is going to fail too. And who's that going to come out? You. You're the owner of that condo. It's going to affect you. You're paying your dues, which is great. But if everybody else is delinquent on theirs, how are they going to pay the lawn people? How are they going to pay the you know electric bill in the parking lot? Yeah. How are they going to pay for the pool? So all of a sudden, everything skyrockets right. in your HOA fees and... You know, right. it could cause a project to fail. So there's your difference. So uh, make sure if you're pre-approved, um, if you are buying a condo, make sure it's on the approved list. And I know townhomes and villas sometimes have the exact same, you know, HOA fees and definitely some struggles with those as well. Same thing could happen. But it all has to do with how when the project was first either built or converted, some of them are uh, apartment building conversions, it all has to do with how the builder or contractor filed the paperwork with the county. So you look up in you know whatever county you're in, the uh, property appraiser's website, and it'll tell you right there on page one if this is a condo or if it is a uh, single family residence. Townhomes, villas, most of the time are considered single family residences. Condo, it'll say the word condo. All right, I gotta tell you, that yes. really wasn't a stupid question at all. It's no, that question. wasn't a stupid, That's yeah. the, and that's one we get a lot, so. All right, all right, let's get the next one here. Okay. Will the Lightning make the Stanley Cup <laughs> Finals this year? <laughs> that was, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> hey, I do get that asked that all the time. So, that was your question. I know. It is a good question. So, yeah. You know, so they're like this. They're like, I know. They're like this. They're like, win, 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 win. And then the last. No, they uh, lost two on the road. So, you know. I know. They're a good team. That's they're all good. I can say. We love them. Um, but that's not part of the show. Okay, so the that's next question. That's part of our show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the next question is, what is the difference? This is a good one. This comes from one of our real estate partners out there. What is the difference between a pre-approval and a pre-qualification? I was actually thinking, and I spoke to at our Lunch and Learn, our most recent Lunch and Learn, I spoke to a couple of realtors and asked them, um, we were talking about pre-approvals versus pre-qualification. And they actually wanted, yes, please do a please do a lunch and learn on that because it is kind of confusing to people. Um, am I getting pre-approved or am I getting pre-qualified and what is the difference? Well, pre-qualified can be just simply going over all the debts mm -hmm. and the income and saying, yeah, you're pre-qualified for this amount based on what income right. and debts you have. Without so, verifying a yes, thing. Exactly. So you tell me. <laughs> so pre-qualification, chances yeah, are. Yeah, you tell no me you make a hundred grand a year and your debts are five hundred a month. It's almost like that stated income. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> years the past. tax returns come in, and all of a sudden they had a side business that wrote off everything. Right. Or they've been ten ninety nine now for three months. Right. So. Or good. they got commission for three months. <laughs> You've never gotten that call, have you? <laughs> 
this morning. <laughs> so um, on a pre-approval, we've checked everything. So we've received their documents. We've received their tax returns. We've received their um, credit report. In most cases, we've run credit and everything. We've run them through the system on a pre-approval, and we've gotten them in a, uh, in a, an, you, approved eligible. Through, an approved eligible through the DU, uh, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac um online system to get an approval for them. So that's a big difference. Um, you definitely want to do that. There's a lot of people out there that are just doing kind of qualifying. And again, that's where you run into some problems because like Barry said, you know, they're just kind of like taking the preliminary. We can say to somebody, well, what do you make? And they say $100,000 a year. Then we find out when we get their their documents, oh, wait a minute, that's 1099. They made $100,000, but they wrote off 90,000 That's <laughs> in not going to work. That's, that's not going to work. work. All right, so here's a great question. What credit score do I need to get a loan? And you know what? We're going to tell you right after this break. Hi, my name is Joe Staltieri. I'm one of the owners of Complete Care Systems. At Complete Care Systems, we do carpet cleaning, upholstery cleaning, tile and grout cleaning, tile and grout sealing, wood floor and laminate floor deep cleaning, as well as stripping and waxing of linoleum and vinyl floors and a whole lot more. We also run daily deals and special, which you can find at CompleteCareSystems.com or simply call Trisha up at 727-364-364. 5158 and she'll answer all your questions and give you over the phone free estimates or she'll send me out to your home or office to give you an on-site free estimate at complete care systems we don't cut corners we clean them did you enjoy that little break i did okay i was able to take a sip of coffee <laughs> <laughs> like i needed a break to do that <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in my veins. Uh, <laughs> All right. So the answer to the question is... Oh, wait. The question was, what credit score do I need to qualify for a loan? You know what? We get that all the time. And, and you know what's we so do. funny about it? Because people now, with technology today, they go online... And, and they're they, hearing all different things. And, and they and do their research. Yeah. And then they'll go on freecreditscore.com... Mm -hmm or they'll go on Credit Karma, or they'll go on annualcreditreport.com that doesn't give you a score. And, and and then we pull their score. Well, and then sometimes too, and they don't and they don't understand why it's so different. Yeah, why is it different? Yes, and they don't understand that um, when, they, when they're doing all of this and doing all of this research, they can go on and they can say, and they'll call and they'll say, well, FHA said that there is no scores. Yeah, That's there's no score. Because FHA is not a lender. FHA exactly. doesn't lend the money yes. to you. FHA only insures the lender. The lender is the one who makes the ultimate decision with what their minimum credit score is going to be. Right. That's a very important thing to know. It's so, not FHA making that so decision. So there's an FHA rule or guideline, which there is no credit score requirements. However. But, <laughs> but each lender is liable for whatever paper they loan on. Correct. So every lender can have what they call their own overlay on right. a situation. So that's why so you that's need to check with your lender to see what their role right. is. So. And that's why somebody who called me very recently and they said, um, I thought FHA had none. And then I called my bank and my bank told me that I had to have a 640 credit score. Some of the lenders have 640 credit scores. Some have 660, some have 620. Um, there's a so, couple of lenders, handful of lenders that will go down to a 580, but the world, sorry, <laughs> but the world changes. The lower the credit score, although it might be doable, your guidelines are going to change. Yeah, Just keep that in mind. The debt ratio qualifications are different. The down payment is different. The reserve requirements are right. different. And most important, 
the rate. Right. There's a, can be a huge adjustment to a the rate adjustment. if you got a 580 score versus mm -hmm. 640 now, the other or thing, 660, even on an FHA. Even on an FHA. Mm -hmm. The other part, point that Barry was bringing up that I wanted to touch on as far as credit score goes is keep in mind when you are, when you go on Credit Karma or something like that, or, you know, everybody's credit... Um, uh, credit cards are, you know, Discover gives you your credit score, Capital yep. One gives you your credit score, you know, all of the credit um, card companies are starting to give you your score. Keep in mind, that is the score for a consumer for you to look at or Credit Karma. Every lender has, when they request your credit report, there's different algorithms that are important to them. If you've had a foreclosure, that's going to be a huge one. If you're, if they're pulling a credit and it's a car dealership, if you've had a repossession, that's a big factor in what is important to theirs. So a mortgage company, Man, you love a, this credit a car stuff. loan, <laughs> I know, and we'll it's get like, more into that. A, a mortgage company, a car loan place, and a you know store credit card could all pull your credit report at the same time and get three different scores because the algorithms for each one of those lender types is different. That word algorithms coming up a lot lately, isn't I it? I know, I know, it is, it is. <laughs> now that we've confused you, guess what? We'll do another credit show another day. <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing that up. All right, I next know. question. Should I get a 15-year or a 30-year mortgage? Another good question. Yeah. That's a biggie. I know. So here's my answer. Yep. It depends, but get a 30-year. <laughs> <laughs> It depends. It, no. it, basically, everybody's everybody's situation is different. Everybody's so, financial picture. Exactly. So, so um, a shorter term, your your payment's going to be higher, obviously, because you're only you're gonna you're gonna pay it off faster. So absolutely, that's great. But keep in mind that your payment is going to be higher, not double a thirty year like right. some people think, but probably a few hundred bucks more than what you're paying on a thirty year. I, you know what I always like people to think about. I know, I love the, this. Uh, you know, think about what if, okay, you do a 15-year, 30-year, because most, you know, every conventional loan now, I, my opinion is, do the 30-year. Mm -hmm. If you really feel compelled to pay the extra principal, you can calculate it out and do it and do a principal reduction. But then you're not tied to that Exactly, payment. because what if right. you get sick right. and you and can't work? Out of work for a month or, or something. Or what if, you lose your job. Right. Um, that pain, the lender doesn't care. No, they don't. You still got to make that 15-year payment. You can't just switch it back to the 30-year payment at that point no. when all of a sudden right. you can't work because you're in a or, hospital. You know, or maybe consider, you know, sit down with your advisor, mm -hmm. maybe taking the difference that you would be paying on a 15-year and fund your college education for your kids or maybe fund your retirement or something right. like that. So Especially just, being interest rates are so low these days. Right. Interest rates are at, you know, not in all time anymore because they've ticked up a little bit, but they're still unbelievably low compared to, I've been doing this over 30 years, and in the entire history, we've never had interest rates this low. Nope, so, nope. you know what? If you're borrowing at such a small rate and you can invest it at a better rate, talk to your advisor. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I know this isn't one of, um, another question people say, what about arms? Where did they go? You right. know, on the... Right, on that. arms being adjustable arm? rate mortgage. Yeah, because you don't see them right now. No, because they're not, not a very. Lot. Mostly your portfolio um, lenders. Right. Your small banks will do them. Fannie and Freddie really aren't buying them right now. Right. They don't want them. So you'll pay on, 
You're going to pay more probably right now on a five-year arm than you would on a 30-year fix. So why wouldn't you get a 30-year fix? I know. And that's the whole thing. It's not that big of a difference. So, so why, just go with why the go there? Fixed. Go for the stable right. payment. You know, people say, I'm going to move in three years or four years. Yep. Um, okay, maybe. Right. You know, life changes. Let's right. face it. You know, we have changes all the time. Okay. Um, Next question. Um, why do some houses not allow an FHA loan? That's something that's been kind of coming up a lot lately yeah. as well. And you see it. I know all our real estate professionals have told me, oh, I'm looking for properties for them. MLS can says they, they, go, won't, they right. won't take FHA. Right. Can, why? can these people go conventional because, you know, there's not a lot of FHA houses. There's only a couple of reasons that make that happen. So if the house is a flip, FHA doesn't like it. So somebody bought the house 30 days ago, you know, redid the floors, you know, um, painted the house, you know, did some repairs and things like that. And now they're selling the house at, you know, 30 or $50,000 or whatever it is more. Um, they did the work on it and everything and they're flipping the property. FHA doesn't like that, still doesn't like that. FHA needs 90 days. Uh, at 180 days, six months into the, they, they will need a second appraisal. It's only after the seller has owned the house for more than six months. So investors are buying up properties, rehabbing yeah. them, and looking to flip them quickly. Right. And they don't necessarily want to wait six months. And sadly, months to there's do a lot again. of those out on the market right now. Yeah, well, it's not sad. It's good. It's rehabbing the world. Well, sadly, people lost home. their houses. That's what well, I mean. That's the sad part. Somebody true. lost their houses that's and the investors came in and, and, and bought them. And remember, off. FHA has guidelines on, you know, roof life expectancies that are different. The appraisal is right. a little more stringent. But FHA is not a bad loan. It is a great loan. It is loan a great product, loan. Don't be afraid of it. It has flexibility. People, people got scared. Now, this is a really, really touchy thing that's going on right now. Wow. Okay. Next question. So, um, next question. I've lost two houses trying to negotiate the best deal. We're going to tell you what to do and how to take care of that problem right after this. Okay, we're back with a great, great question. And this is coming up a lot yeah, lately. Like There's a lot of people out multiple, there. Multiple, multiple, multiple times a week. You guys all know that because you're there. Yeah. So, so people are, you know, trying to buy a house and by the time they, you know, call their spouse or call their parents or something, take a look, gone. Yeah. <laughs> gone. And it's it's a seller's market out there. Let's and, face it. There's our, not a lot of inventory. Right. And our young people, our young first time home buyers or whatever, they don't understand that the houses are going that fast. They don't understand what a seller's market is. And they don't understand and they think that that, you know, the realtor is just trying to push them or the mortgage broker just trying to push them to buy a house. And they are used to researching things first. Mm -hmm. Well, let me take a look. Let me drive by the school. Let me see, you know, let me talk to let's, other parents who might have a child at my, that school. Let my cousin look at it. Yes, let <laughs> Uncle Joe. Because Uncle Joe owned a house. He should know about it. Yes, uh, so they doesn't. think they're doing the right thing by um, doing all of their homework and their research on, and I get it, you know, we all get it, that this is a big investment for them, so they want to make sure. But what they're not understanding, and they're getting very frustrated at, is by the time they do call <laughs> it's gone it's gone so think of it this way it's not like buying a car you know when you look at a car you research it to death <laughs> you shop all the dealerships all around right. you're looking for the best rate on the payment right lowest interest rate um, and the best the deal warranties, on the car. you're doing all this and that car sitting there right. okay it's because they have way. a whole inventory of a whole bunch of those cars and another car's on its way right behind it right in the real estate market, in the current status, it's a seller's market. My suggestion is 
and investors are doing this, they're putting their offer in. Yeah. You get a 15-day inspection period, 10-day inspection period, whatever it may be. And most people don't know. I hate to say this, but they can walk. No questions asked during that inspection period. So if you really want a house, get your offer in, get it under contract, get it. At least you have a chance to get it then. Shout out to one of um, my real estate partners, Eric, Eric Jenkins. Um, anyway, he I really liked the way he did it with his client. I think I told you this and you said that was really good. Did um, I say it was brilliant? He said, <laughs> you might have. <laughs> the way he put it, which I thought was really great to his client because she wanted to, well, let me think about it or whatever. And he said, listen to me. He said, it's a hot market right now. There are going, there are going to be several other offers on this on this table for this house. These um, and they might not be full asking price. They might be somewhere lower. They might be somewhere upward. We don't know where they're going to be. But the bottom line is, is the seller of that house is going to be negotiating with one of those people. If you don't have your foot in the door, you're not even going to be part of that negotiating. Well, that was a really well said. I well know. Said. I it's thought true, that was yeah. a really great. And you, you got to get your foot. Boom, she put her foot in the door and she got the and she Good got the bid. Good for her. Congratulations yeah. to her. Yes. Well, Excellent. Another, Very good. Hopefully another happy homeowner on their way, right? Yes. So that's well, awesome. All right. So get the offer in. That's all yeah, I can say. That's, that's a biggie. That's a biggie because it's a Was it an no FHA loan? Mm -mm. No, no, conventional. You wanted to say something about FHA loans. No, the only thing I, I want to say to our real estate partners out there, and please tell your sellers, don't be afraid of an FHA. You know, FHA used to be extremely strict on the property. They are still a little bit strict on the property, but conventional is not that less strict. If there are broken windows or, you know, concrete floors, it's, it's going to be damaging to the appraisal. So... They're not as strict as they used to be, and it's not a subprime don't loan be, by any means. Don't be afraid. Of, don't be afraid of it. No, FHA is a great loan. Interest rates are lower than conventional, in most cases. Mm -hmm. um, your mortgage insurance sometimes can be lower depending right. on, on the conventional. Score. Yeah, People, it's based yeah. on score. So it's a good program. FHA. So it's not. Don't rule it out. Right. Don't you rule know. it out, and don't be afraid of it because it's um it's a great loan product as well. All right. Another big question. I'm going to ask you, Delyn, what are rates doing? And here's my favorite answer <laughs> to what are rates doing. And this is exactly what I say to people. If I knew that, that answer, I would have a crystal ball and sitting in Washington making a whole lot more money than I am here. <laughs> All right. Here's my answer. If you don't like the rate, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's like the weather in New England. Just wait a minute. Just wait a minute. <laughs> It'll change. I mean, they're very volatile right now. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand what's going on, what's causing all that. I mean, right now, in all indicators are rates are going up. Right. That's, you know, and it, and it goes with the cycles of economy. When you have a strong market where inflation is a threat, rates are going to go up. Right. Okay. Um, and, when this, and, it, and it works so that you guys know inverse from the stock market in most cases. Yeah. So stocks are doing really well. Everybody's pulling their money out of bonds and putting them into stocks. When the stock market is doing poorly, then everybody's pulling their money out of the stock market and putting it into bonds. Bonds are what drives mortgage rates. Yeah. So if people, people are putting their money that. into bonds, that's great. That means mortgage rates are going to be going down. But as soon as the stock market's doing really well, everybody's leaving the bond market and going to the stock market. And that's when bonds tank and mortgage rates go up. So my suggestion to you, if you see a rate, 
you like it, you're comfortable, because of the volatility right now, you might want to lock it in. Right. Even It might even be worth it to do a 45 or 60 day lock. The pricing's a little higher, but maybe just to have that peace of mind that you're not going to lose it, because we've seen quite a bit of an increase here in the last few weeks. Yes. So, Yes. Um, it's it's definitely changing. So and then and it's an ever change daily, sometimes twice a day. And the, then people the go online and say, "Well, I saw stuff in the threes. Yeah. Well, you know what? You can buy any rate you want. Let's yeah. leave it and on. Forget that. about the newspaper. <laughs> oh well, the Sunday paper said no. Forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> Every scenario is different on pricing, so yes. you make sure yours is custom tailored to yours. Okay. So enough. We had a lot of great questions this week. I so, know we did. Um, what's going on in the community? You got anything you want to talk about? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> always got stuff going on i'm always saying to him what do we got what do we got i love it i love it all right all right always i'll do them in order not necessarily of order of importance but we have on march 13th we have our next lunch this is my and favorite learn. lunch and learn really Probably good. because it's lunch yeah because it's lunch um this month is going to be at flamestones over in trinity right and right we're going to be covering there. A FHA alternative, 3% down program. We have a special guest. She does a great job with right. it. She's from a- She's been on our show before, Deanna Case from Radiant Guarantee, which is a PMI company. So yes. bring your PMI questions. She has been, she's a phenomenal source of information. And yes, she's been so that's a, gonna be good. a good friend for a long and time. And we were packed at this last one. So our last lunch and learn, it was Seating wonderful. is limited. Go online, find the mortgage firm Trinity's page. You'll see the event. Just say you're coming. Uh, lunch is on us. Shoot so. me an email, something like yeah. that. Yeah, so, you know, let us know. Uh, West Pasco Business Association has some things coming they up, too. They always have stuff going yes, on. Yes, they do. It's, Talk uh, about a fun networking group. Yes, it's a local charity and networking. And March 18th, we got a cornhole tournament coming up over at Fiddler's Green. I think that's so 50, funny. Listen, 50 bucks will get you a team. 50 bucks will get you a vendor spot. You know, There's so cash prizes, and if you're a craft vendor, it's only $25. So go online, uh, we sign have up a for lot it. of people come. Apparently, cornhole is like a thing, and it's, it's a, a big, big thing. thing. So, all of you people who do a lot of networking in the community, these are people you don't know. Trust me, these people came from I don't know where, right. but <laughs> but these were all new people, all new yeah. faces were there last year when we did this. And apparently, cornhole is it's quite a, big, a thing, and they travel around to different tournaments. So, it's, it'll be a fun afternoon. It's the day after St. Patty's Day. You can sleep in and come on out and relax and do some cornhole. April 6th, we also have the Lightning Bus Trip. Sign up for that. It's getting filled up already. That'll undoubtedly that be fast. sold out. I, Last home game of the year. That's, so. that's kind of like that house, right? Yes. <laughs> so just go on WPBA.biz, sign up for this stuff. WPBA.biz or .rock. So that's it. So that's it. have a great that's week, everybody. Uh, make sure you like our show. Share it. Don't just Please like and share there. it. Heart it. We want you to give us some love. Love it. Okay, we're on we Instagram. We learned from our social media guru, yeah. Laura. <laughs> and comment. Love it. Comment. Tell comment. us what you like about us. Tell us what questions you have. You have. That would be great. Yeah, so it's all good. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate you guys. We are today and every day. Moving forward. We'll see everybody next week. Have a great week.